Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Hey, so I'm doing pretty good. I have like a couple of cues for you, but we'll get into that. My first thing is that I just like, so you know, we got like a lot of snow this week. Mm-hmm. And there's like so much snow everywhere, like especially by us, like piles and piles of snow. Still not able to park in front of my house. Really annoying. Um, but like I just saw my neighbor's kid laying out in our front lawn watching TikTok videos. Is this normal? He's laying in our front yard on Is he the wearing- snow. He's wearing, like, snow gear, like, snow pants and stuff. He's wearing, like, a coat, but he was just, like, laying. He's laying in the snow. In the snow, in my front yard, watching watching TikTok. TikTok. Fucking throw something at him. Like, seriously, (laughs) get off my lawn, you dirty kid. Why is he? He has his own yard. Why must he be on my yard? Also, why the fuck are you watching TikTok outside in the dead of winter? At night, on the snow? These poor children. Someone get them help. How old is he? He's, like. Um, I think he's like 13 and this is, this is the issue. He hasn't been to school and goodness knows how this long. This is what kids are turning into with like not being able to socialize with other human beings. They yeah. lay in the snow and watch TikTok. Watch <laughs> TikTok. Um, it was okay. very puzzling. And I was like, I said to, I said to my fiance, I was like, like, what do we do? Do we just like, do we care that I'm like, just, and, and just get I, a water balloon and throw it at him. I, I said to him, like, I'm assuming that's the neighbor's kid. Like, if it's a stranger watching TikTok on our front yard, that's even more concerning. I'm assuming. I couldn't see his face. But, like, Mm -hmm. he was like, yeah, like, I think it is blank because I saw him, like, walking outside when I was coming back in. I was like, okay. But, like, you don't have to watch TikTok on the snow laying down in my front yard. It's a weird thing to do. Yeah. It's very puzzling. to see if it was normal. That's absolutely not normal. I get annoyed when people come on my lawn in the first place just because it's my fucking property. Like, don't come on my property. (laughs) It's technically not my property. It's my rental property. True, but you live there. I live there. Yeah, like I have a street that's like we have a really wide street. Um, We don't have sidewalks, though. So like people will park on the street like there's always this like uh, street wide yard sale every year. And every year the fucking street is a mess with people every year. And Mm. people there's plenty of space to park on the street without having to pull your fucking ass tires onto my yard and ruining my yard that's that's disrespectful and yet every year someone does it and i participate no i don't say anything i see on the inside i'm not participate in the yard sale we have twice and i've lived here almost six years twice we have wow Obviously not last year uh, because of COVID, but um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a good way to like get rid of shit if you need to get rid of shit. It's really highly trafficked. So do you need a permit? No, that's no. awesome. No, you need a permit annoying. for a yard sale in New Jersey. Seems like to defeat the fucking purpose of a yard sale. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess so. And then I have another question for you. Okay. Talking back about TikTok, like I'm just trying to like be up and coming and current. And okay, I removed TikTok from my phone, by the way. Really? Good I am an old you. bitch, and they kept sending me notifications. And no matter how many fucking times I turned that shit off, and so finally I was like, I've had it, and I just removed it. 
How dare you? Mm-hmm. I don't um, go on it that much anyway, so it was fine. I know. I know. I I need not to go on it. So this so is what my is question. Your, what is your TikTok related question? So it's not really TikTok, but it's a new social media platform. And I wanted to know if you have any idea what Clubhouse is. No, but it makes me think that like it was invented by like the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse like <laughs> generation. I think this is new. Like it's it's like the new Facebook or the new Insta. Or so the what new, is it like, used for? Like photos or I you don't know. Uh, I, networking maybe. I don't know. That's why I was hoping. Oh, it's that like you the youngins knew. LinkedIn. Yes, I think that's what it is, but I'm not quite sure. So if any of you guys know what Clubhouse is, please let us know because we are um, like you're almost 30. I'm <laughs> I love that you had to mumble that. I am ashamed to be aging everybody. I'm like barely <laughs> over 30. What and, makes me laugh about this question uh-huh. that you're asking our listeners is like uh-huh. I'm assuming our listeners have some 90s nostalgia meaning right. they're like most likely around our oh, age, maybe slightly younger. Maybe. Yeah. So, I don't know that our listeners are the right crowd, but if you do know, if you're hip with oh, it or okay. if you're yeah, if you're have a teenage child maybe oh that could be possible just let me know what clubhouse is so i don't look like a dweeb like i i'm already behind on the times and by the way jessica do you see where my part is today is it in the center it is it's like slightly off center that's just my widow's peak i can't do anything about that i have a widow's peak too i am not going to conform to their standards listen i have a cowlick okay for one (laughs) And I will not do a center part. No reason. No uh, one needs to see that on my face. I like I it. I also have I a widow's peak. Mm-hmm. And I do braid. And a braid is not going to work on a center part. No, it, it would not. I mean, I no. think I'm feeling it. I think I'm feeling the center part. The thing is, is that I wanted a center part. But guess what? They teased me for it. They said, you can have a center part, Sarah. you got to have a side part. So mm. I conformed. And now you're telling me that I have to go back to the center part after... Years of ridicule for wanting to have a middle part. <laughs> Screw you. Listen, I saw people. your tweet. I yeah. will not stop using the laugh cry emoji. Oh, Fucking that take one my actually, phone away from me. I yeah. will not. Actually, that one felt like a personal dig. I'm not going to lie. Very much felt like a personal attack. Yeah. I use like three of them at a time. I do Come too. On. Yeah, apparently but, if you use yeah. that, you're old. I don't know what to say. Well, I'm fucking old then. That's fine. That is fine. Yeah, you're fine by me. Um, also this week, I know I already talked about, I saved a show because I watched two shows this week beyond upload. I've watched another show. I talked about upload on our boy meets world podcast, but I saved a show to talk about on this podcast. If you want to hear it, I would love to hear um, it is on Amazon prime and there's a couple seasons out, maybe like five seasons, but it's a British comedy. So like a season for them is like six episodes, which is great. Cause I buzz right through that shit. Um, there's a show called Catastrophe. Have you ever heard of it? Uh, no, no, no. It's a British comedy. It's fucking hilarious. The actor and act, it's like a, it's a duo. So it's an actor and actress. He's an American actor with a British actress. And I'm trying to look it up to see what their names are. This fucking show is hilarious. Rob Delany and Sharon Horgan, they write and star in it. Mm. And it's a transatlantic romantic comedy. Oh, sorry. She's what? Irish, not not British. Oh, yeah. Um, 
and very funny, like raunchy comedy. So good. I'm I'm buzzing right through it. Every single second has you like laughing and like, what the fuck just happened? So if oh. you like raunchy, like rom-com type mm-hmm. of shows, mm-hmm. it's only like they're like a half an hour each too. So you kind of buzz right through it. I'll put it on the list. Mm-hmm. I have a I literally yeah, I literally wrote out a list in the last few days of shows that I need to watch. I'll just literally put it on the list. There you go. Um, so show. if you're anybody's looking for recommendations, there's mm-hmm. another. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not I mean I mean I'm not really watching anything new. Um just trying to get through old stuff. Um that's about mm-hmm. it. That's about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's get into season one, episode six of Dawson's Creek called Bebe. And that was weird. Be- the Bebe. The Bebe. The Bebe. Um, you had, you were concerned that <laughs> uh, there was going to be a baby between Pacey and uh-huh. uh, Tamara. Yeah, very luckily. concerned. Yeah. Luckily, I- you were wrong. Thank so, God. Usually we take these episodes by pairings. I still would like to do that. Okay. However, I noticed a pattern here when I was taking notes. We have like different segments of relationships to talk about. So we have like romantic pairings like Pacey and Tamara, Dawson and Jen. Um, We have familial relationships. So like Joey, Bodie, Bessie, Trio, Mm -hmm. uh, Grams and Jen. And then we also like the friendship pairings. Um, so I kind of, I segmented my notes in that specific way. Um, We don't necessarily have to take them all in those chunks, but I just thought it was interesting to like kind of pair them in that, in that way. Okay. Um, Interesting. Interesting. I'll follow your lead. So do you have uh, a feeling on who you'd want to talk about first in this episode? Mm, Let's. Just talk about the first scene. I always like to try to start with the first scene. It's kind of like okay. I've come to realize that it's like almost like the first scene is almost always like a throwaway scene. It's just like an establishing of like what's kind of like happening. And it always takes place in Dawson's room. And it's and always movies too. It's, it's always, always movies. movies. So mm-hmm. and, and like these storylines from uh, the storyline from this first scene didn't really carry on so um mm-hmm. let's start there okay um so so it's Dawson Joey and Jen and basically what's happening is they're doing a movie night and it's decided that like neither Jen nor Joey can stay if the yeah. other one is around but like basically Jen can't stay because she can't be alone with Dawson if Joey leaves but she also can't stay because it makes Joey uncomfortable meanwhile Joey can't stay if Jen leaves because she feels like she's driven Jen away but she can't stay if Jen is there because it ruins movie night <laughs> and it's kind of just like they're all just kind of admitting that there's this like awkward situation yeah um, but I mean does it I I don't think that it's awkward that it's Jen in particular I think it's just like a person invading Dawson and Joey's movie night because has it ever yes exactly like I think it would be really really annoying if you and your friend had like a tradition that you do and then there's a new person in that person's life and then they invade the tradition like I think that I mean I I don't know like it is like a smidge immature for Joey to be like oh like I gotta go like and Mm -hmm. because like she felt awkward but also it's like why are you invading our tradition Jen 
Yeah. I think it's one of those things where like, um, I think for Joey, she probably should just like maybe feel the awkwardness a bit, but not necessarily be like, I have to go because this is so bad. You know, like back in the day, I remember like I had formed, I had a best friend and then I had like a friend that was related to a boyfriend and it was his cousin and we had become very good friends. And the problem was like both of those friends wanted to hang out with me, but like I felt like I, okay, I can't make plans with this one. Cause then I have to cancel on the other one. And eventually I was like, you know what? I'm going to make you guys meet so that we can all just be friends together. Mm, that's and a big move. It, it, but you know what? It worked. And they, Did it work? We were Sometimes it doesn't work. So you guys it, were It has to be the right then? personality. Yeah. yeah. So the three of us would then do things yeah. together. I, um, it I, worked in that state, state case, hmm. I guess. But I'm the type of person that has like a lot of different little friend groups. And I find it to be sometimes kind of awk when worlds collide. Like there's certain groups that work with certain groups or certain friends um, that work with certain friends. And then there's just mm-hmm. like, you know, like I'm like a person that has a wide spectrum. Like I'm interested in, you know, Survivor or Broadway or mm-hmm. like whatever. But then I'm also into like more bougie things like quote unquote Trader Joe's and like fashion. And, and sometimes yeah. like because my interests are so wide, sometimes the worlds don't collide. That's completely fair. And I think in this instance, there's also like sexual tension in multiple directions oh. as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which causes problems. So like I see how this is going to cause. I mean, I, I, I kind of like this scene because it's a bit weird and they're kind of admitting to the the concern and the issue here. Mm-hmm. And this is really the only scene that this actually ends up happening in any way because there's so much going else or so much else going yeah. on in this episode that like it doesn't come up again. Um, no. But they decide, Joey and um, Jen decide to do a truce and they decide to both leave, which is what they find is the only reasonable Mm -hmm. way to resolve this. And Dawson is left like bamboozled and, you know, he's like, oh, movie night. It's so complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, Dawson. Uh, He's, yeah, he's ridiculous. So then they both just leave and then that's it. Dawson's left watching movies alone. Um, (laughs) Boohoo, so sad. Um, okay, so next let's go to, you know what, let's go to Pacey and Dawson because, um, that kind of is like the impetus for like all the stuff that goes on with Pacey later in the episode. Sure. Um, sure. So this is a, a classic mistake that the classic. boys have run into. Classic. Now it is challenging. So they're in the bathroom. They're school talking, bathroom. The school bathroom. They're mm-hmm. talking about Pacey and Tamara. Pacey asks Tamara if they can go to Rochester. No, um, no, no. That's where she goes later. Oh, he wants okay. to go to like some Providence. nearby town. Providence. Providence. Yeah, Providence, Rhode Island, which is a real. No, that's Province Town. Province Town is a real rager of a time. Because it's a very LBGT community. So much fun. Very dog friendly. Um, But he wants to go to Providence because it's a smart idea. Like, you know, they he wants to go on a date date with her and he wants to get out and not be like shut in into her beach house all the time. And if they go far enough away, then they can like live their normal life. Um, right, fine. but I would argue this is a trash like plan because uh-huh. I don't know how far that town is away from where they are. 
But if they're going there on a day trip, chances are other people from their town will be going there on a day trip and they're bound to run into somebody. Maybe. You're just asking for trouble. Maybe. I don't know. But so um, Pacey's telling Dawson this and, you know, Tamara did not say yes, but she didn't say no. And even though Pacey did make the effort to check underneath the stalls for feet, everybody knows there's always bitches on sitting on the top of the toilet seat, hiding their right. feet. But this kid is, is smoking. Smoking. Where the fuck is the smoke going? <laughs> Does nobody fucking see the smoke coming out of the fucking stalls? Uh, that's exactly my point. Like, um, or like my at first, I didn't notice the smoking, but on my second watch, I saw it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "You smell it. You smell well, it. That you too. See that it. too. You smell it. Like, yes. what is these the fucking world? idiots? Yeah. No, they're so." Dumb. So and immediately, of course, the rumor spreads and the whole school knows about mm-hmm. Pacey and Tamara. And yeah. then we have like the only other like Pacey Dawson scene we have is later when uh, Pacey finds out that the rumor is now out. It's everywhere. And, yeah. Yeah. And so Dawson and him are talking in like a utility closet or something. And, you know, Dawson. Gets it's like the TV me. production room or some yes. bullshit like that. And Pacey gives Dawson the advice, or excuse me, the opposite way around. Dawson gives Pacey the advice to just act like nothing's wrong. Walk confidently. Did you think this was good advice? Ah, like, I think that it was, like, okay advice. But then, like, the fact, I think you have to be real with your friend being like, yo, dude, like, this is going to, I think that, like, yo, dude, like, this is going to be, like, a mess. Actually, I do think that Joey's advice, which we can touch on a little bit later. Yeah, we can go there next if you want. I think that that was pretty solid advice. Um, Better advice. Uh, But (laughs) Basie was like, yeah, like this is a great idea. I'm just going Mm -hmm. to act like everything's cool. I'm going to walk out. I'm going to like strut down the halls and like smile and pretend like everything's fine. But as he's walking down the halls, like, everybody is looking at him like Mm -hmm. everybody i just don't think he was like necessarily fully prepared for what was going to happen like i think if he had time to like mentally prepare maybe he could pull this off but because it was just so sudden i don't think he was able to like put on that face you know yeah and and Um, what what were your thoughts about pacing you like you know what like i'll be okay as long as it just doesn't get to tomorrow what an idiot There's no fucking way. No First of all, the way. minute students start talking about this, teachers are going to over. I have shit to say about the Pacey Tamara shit that happens uh-huh. later. Yeah. But like, no, there's no way it's not going to get out. I'm sorry. You're in a fucking high school, Pacey. Like, give uh-huh. me a break. Yeah. He's like, as long as she doesn't <sighs> find out. Okay, Pacey. So ridiculous. That was so- real wishful thinking. Yes. Um, so we can, we can go over here to, to Joey and Pacey. I think that's like the natural next step because I have, I have questions to ask you because we've only seen a few, uh, scenarios where it's just Joey and Pacey. Mm -hmm. And this is like the first scenario we've ever had where it's the two of them. And it's actually like a serious conversation. It's not one of them digging at the other. Right. Yes. Um, so just as like a refresher, you know, Pacey's alone on the docks and Joey approaches him basically saying like, I understand where you've been. I've been there too. People are mm-hmm. staring. They're whispering behind your back. You know, imagine that we have something in common. Um, and ba- basically Joey's advice is just pray that there's a better story that comes along that will yeah. replace the gossip that is around surrounding you essentially. Yeah. And, um, I, and unfortunately that's great advice because this, we see this all the time with, modern media like a Mm -hmm. big story blows up the person gets canceled 
like two weeks later, something else big happens. And then all you have to do is like hide for, mm-hmm. a, for a bit. And then you make your YouTube apology video. Yes. And, yes. And then like you slowly implement your um, makeup tutorials once again. Imagine if there was social media in this, like in this scenario, right? Like it's, yeah. it's really funny to imagine those situations where it's like, oh, there's Twitter and Instagram and all those other things. And the, you know, and it would have gotten even worse, obviously. It would have been a national news story. Um, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, I think like, how did you feel about this Joey hmm. Pacey interaction? Just because it is the only serious one we've seen so far. Like, do you, mm-hmm. did you think about this connection between them before it happened in the show? Um, so I, I did not think of Joey being a good person for Pacey to talk to. I do. And, you know, Joey can be very rough around the edges and I think that it was very nice of her to go up to Pacey and share her experience as well, being like the talk of the town. Mm-hmm. Um, what I was paying attention to is like, obviously, like I can't help to know that a Pacey Joey thing is on the horizon eventually. Um, I, 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 so I can't I can't help but think and wonder, like, if this is our first glimpse into a relationship that's not all about like, like, you know, quippy comments, then, mm-hmm. you know what? Like, this is like basically a foundation starter. Um, So I think that that's what I was paying attention to. I, I don't know if I got like a like a ton out of it. I do think that. It was nice seeing both of them having a good conversation. I think it's interesting almost that um, that Joey's able to maybe speak more freely with Pacey almost than Dawson, especially since how awkward mm-hmm. it's been with Dawson recently. Um, well, that's the other thing, too. It's weird to me that like and maybe it's not a big deal, but. I mean, Dawson mentions his parents are like at like couples therapy retreat or something like that. Yeah. And I mean, maybe it wasn't a big deal, but you'd think that his mom having an affair with like her, her co-host, co-anchor, whatever, Bob, would be like a bit of like gossip for the rumor mill, you know, to churn in high school, um, being that they're both like public figures and it's a small town. I don't think I, I don't think I got to uh the small like i don't think it got there i think think it was hidden just you know yeah yeah. i think that was contained um unless like uh, i think like oh like if there was like a kid from high school that was interning at the broadcast studio um Mm -hmm. the new studio then like that could have gotten out um but I, i don't know if it got there i think that that could have been an interesting way to go as well um but I don't know. I, 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 I just think it's something for me to like, you know, watch closely, especially if I'm eventually going to have to give my opinion. If I'm team Chasey or team Jocelyn or whatever it is, like if, especially it, it's like, you know, doughy dough. Is that what it is? It's doughy. No, they, they didn't have like ship names back in the day. I guess it it could be doughy or Jocelyn and then JC or Poey. They're all God. bad. Oh no! They're so all- yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I wanna, yum. I wanna take this like I'm like a scientist. I want to be like, okay, you know what? Here is my my eight points to why 
mm-hmm. this couple's better or this couple is better. Both right now yeah. they're both trash. I guess they're we all should, trash. We should lay it out there too that like we are pretty spoiler free, but we kind of are going with the assumption that like everybody in the entire fucking world knows that there was like this situation, right? It's uh-huh. like Harry Potter. Like, you know that Dumbledore dies. Like, everybody just knows that going into it. So I don't think yeah. that's, like, a huge spoiler. It's like for... Jim and Pam. It's like you going into, you know Jim, like, Office, you know Jim and Pam or Ross yeah. and Rachel. It's like you just know it. So I am sorry if, like, there's, like, some people that, like, that's watching for the first time and, like, really doesn't know. I just know. don't know that anybody would be watching for the first time and not know that. Um, Maybe. But if, yeah, if you do, I apologize. I, I think everybody does. But yeah, I think it's something to keep an eye on for sure in the future and kind of mm-hmm. see how chemistry builds if it does and kind of how that mm-hmm. works. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, moving moving along, I think the next natural place to go just to stick with the, kind of this specific storyline, because mm-hmm. there's it's pretty two distinct storylines in this right. episode, is to hop to Pacey and Tamara just because it's like the he- it's the heaviest. It has the most content. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, so right. We, we talked about like rumor gets out, everybody knows. And what pisses me off, like, they, I mean, you already know, I didn't really care for this storyline in general. I think that it's not handled with care whatsoever. And I think that this is the worst offender. This episode is the absolute 100% worst way they've painted this type of, um, situation. Right. Mm-hmm. So word gets out. And uh, Tamara, so Pacey approaches Tamara at her house and she she says to him, there was one boundary, not sex, not true intimacy. Don't talk about it. And I'm just like, this is infuriating to me that she blames him when she is the one who is doing something that is so obviously wrong, like just so wrong. And then you're going to blame him because he's in high school and this gets out. Like you've got yeah. to kidding me. I mean, she obviously has an issue with accountability. I think that it's like, you know, she's mad that it got out, not that. I don't know. I think she is mad at herself. Like, I think that she is taking it out on PC, but I think that she knows and she's been saying the entire time that she knows it's wrong. And it's kind of like, you know, you're so stubborn that you don't want to admit that you were in the wrong, that you lash out at the easiest target. So I think that she gets like really mad and gets on her soapbox and is like, you know, you, you know, don't tell anybody, don't talk about it. Like it, and, and also it's like, do you think that Tamara is, hasn't told somebody like she probably told her sister and I don't it's know. like she's gonna have to explain why she's leaving her new <laughs> job moving yeah I, after like a she's month she's just gonna make some shit up they're like oh why are you leaving town it's like oh I just got tired of my job and the students yeah <laughs> yeah just in like the middle the weather. of the school year yeah there was the hurricane really scared me <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so i think that she's just projecting onto pacey um i don't know but she's making pacey feel like a real piece of shit but you know i i think that i, I it's like what does she expect from a 15 year old boy You're dating a high schooler you moron like right? the thing that drives me crazy is I, I kind of disagree with you and that i think that i think even at the end of the episode she doesn't show that she really has any remorse for what she's done. And I no. don't think by like the body language and and what she's doing with Pacey, even as she's leaving to mm-hmm. me does not, it's not like a light bulb went off in her head and she was like, Oh, no. suddenly I realized this is wrong. It's like, no bitch, you got caught yeah. and you almost had, you know, 
action taken against you, which Mm -hmm. I also would like to talk about because the fact Uh that it's like, uh, when Dougie and and Pacey have their interaction, he brings up like, oh, the superintendent is looking in on this. And it's like, I'm sorry, where the fuck are the police? Where are the police? He's the police. He's the police. (laughs) Yeah. It's like someone fucking arrest her. Like, it drives uh-huh. me up a wall. Well, because so, they can't arrest her. There's no proof. It's hearsay. So okay, let's, let's but, like, step, take a step back. It, it, I think that the it, it's an appropriate like thing that she has to go to the school board and have but a I formal hearing. Like, okay, she's going to the school board though. She's not going to a police station. She's not being like interviewed at all by police. You know, it's, men. It's, there's, yeah, I, she can't get arrested. There's no evidence. I'm not saying she should get. No, I'm not saying that like arrest her immediately. I'm saying that like first of all, there's you bring the cops in, you bring psychologists uh-huh. in. Okay, you hold, talk to Pacey. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, but hold on. But do you think that it's the fact that Pacey is the son of uh, I don't know, like a prominent a police officer and the brother of? a another police officer that there's like some like uh they're like stu- like the police are like stuffing this under the rug no i, I personally what i think it is is i think it's pacey's a man or a boy and tamara is a woman and i think that automatically there's they, sus uh-huh. on whether or not pacey is telling the truth and i think this is mm-hmm. a fucking problem is when victims and he is a victim are not Mm -hmm. believed and I think that obviously the show doesn't take this very seriously but I think like I'm not gonna come on here and pretend this is not fucking serious like it's it's annoying to me that it's like all of a sudden it's like oh Pacey must be lying like Dougie you know and Dougie's like what did you fucking think was gonna happen Pacey like you told a lie and like Dougie doesn't even believe him because he's Dougie's a fucking asshole he doesn't take his brother seriously yeah exactly and so to me I think like again I'm not saying like immediately arrest tomorrow but what I'm saying is get a psychologist over to Pacey's house fucking have a discussion with the guy instead there's like a superintendent hearing which mm-hmm. pacey just barges into and yes tomorrow's yeah. lawyer treats him like shit and he's the oh, victim. Wait, no, no no hold on hold on <laughs> yeah I know, I know i know i'm agreeing with you like i'm agreeing with you what you say and what you're saying for the most part it's just that like a dove her client can't talk to pacey in, oh no i know i know room I know, but my thing and, is like, where the fuck yeah. is Pacey's lawyer? You know what I mean? Pacey like, doesn't get a lawyer. I'm just <laughs> because it's this just is like not the whole court. Process. This is an emergency school board meeting. It looked like a courtroom, though, right? It's it was in the high school. <laughs> it was like that was in the high school. I think so. The establishing oh the establishing shot was at the high school. I thought that was a fancy ass looking like boardroom in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they use it for their model UN. Oh my uh, gosh! Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah, so, okay. No, there's just so much to unpack here. Like, I know, oh, I know. I'm sorry. I, I rushed us through it, no, but, like, no, I was, like, very of, heated when I watching know, it. I know, I know. Of course, of course, um, they don't take Pacey seriously. And, I, and once again, if the roles were reversed, if it was a female um, student and a male mm-hmm. teacher, would this have gotten expedited to the police? Yeah, probably. So, And also, like, the, the male teacher probably would have gotten fucking millions of high fives as well. Like... Let's be real. Like, that is also a thing that most likely happens, especially, and it could have even been depicted on the fucking television show that way. We've talked about Pretty Little Liars in that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
um, yeah. not being handled delicately in any way. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I sorry. Mean, go ahead. There. I mean, yes. Yeah. There. This was not like handled correctly in any sort of a way. But um, I don't know. There's just so much to to unpack, and I I think that um, yeah, like. I mean, sure, I think that there probably should have been some police involvement, but I, I, I also think that the fact that they, the school board, were so okay with, before Tamara even said one word, Pacey mm-hmm. coming in and saying, like, it's a lie, you know, I, um, you know, like, like, what is there for Tamara to like about me? Like, I'm a C-plus loser student. I'll never get her. Like, it's just like an adolescent fantasy. She's just my English teacher and nothing else. And, like, the board is like, okay, like, you lied, you lied. Like, they weren't, I mean, I'm sure they went to Tamara and it was like, Tamara, is this true? And she said yes. So if you, if you want to unpack this even farther, it's like, okay, so Tamara is okay with Pacey taking all of the heat as yes. a 15-year-old boy and yes. her getting off scotch-free. Yes, and, and not only that, but it's, <sighs> it's, in my opinion, if you if you back up a little bit in the episode, in the part of the episode where we talk about, like, her being angry with him that mm-hmm. it got out – blatant manipulation she's blaming him yeah so he true. feels guilty when she gets in front of the school board and he right. then lies so it's it's all it's a pattern of just like this right. manipulative grooming right. she behavior. Does, he, he's such a sweet kid like he doesn't want her getting in trouble but um what are the repercussions that peace is gonna face this could i mean cause that is would it cause a, a suspension for pacey um, I mean, maybe, but I don't know. What do they even say? What do they right. like? Oh, you I fucking mean, lie. I, mean, I guess you can say, I mean, you know, freedom of speech, I guess. Like, I guess you I could don't know. Say I anything. have no idea what they what action they would take against PC. But you're right. Like, he's certainly going to get in trouble. Detention. But something. I, 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 something. But yeah, like Tamara is. Um, cause I mean, essentially, if you want to go one step further, then they could have been like, okay, so tomorrow, like what kind of, if Pacey lied, like what kind of punishment would you like to see? Like, um, mm-hmm. like, do you want to press any charges for, um, what, what, uh, like, uh, ju- libel like, slander or something like that. Slander of something like that. One of them's yeah. written, one of them spoken. Yeah. So it's it, it, like, could it even have gone farther into that? And like, yeah. once again, like she is okay with him taking all the heat for this. Mm-hmm. And you're, you know, like she probably, you're right. She probably doesn't feel that bad about it. I think she that, doesn't. I don't think, I think that yeah. like, and what, what bothers me more, I mean, obviously she's shitty and we know it, but what bothers me more is like the way that episode handles, like, um, the scene with her and Dougie after the courtroom or yeah. whatever the fuck the school superintendent situation. Yeah. And like Dougie's like, oh, sorry for Pacey. He's I'm always going to do that voice for Dougie because fucking Dougie sucks. I know. Oh, sorry for Pacey. You know, he's he's really the bane of my existence and he's a piece of shit since birth and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then yeah. they have Tamara as like the fucking halo over her fucking head. Yeah. Of, oh, he's so sweet and sensitive. And it's yeah. like, I'm, I'm sorry. Are we supposed to fucking feel 
like sorry for her because like I fucking don't. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, that that was an interesting scene. Um, I was like more, you know, it it made me remember something that um Doug said last episode that we did not bring mm-hmm. up, which was last episode he said, "I've had two tomorrow. I've had to put up with this pimp." head imbecile for years now he's kind of the family embarrassment now he says pacey's nothing been a bane of existence ever since he was a child in trouble here creating a ruckus over there um you know pacey's getting like literally shit at home i'm very concerned Mm -hmm. we haven't seen pacey's home life um but i'm extremely concerned for what his home life looks like. And I think it makes sense that now I think it's very intentional that we haven't seen where he lives and what his home life is like. Mm -hmm. I think that this is like going to be like, if I have to make another prediction, this is going to be like another like massive story arc. Maybe his next story arc now that we're past like all this tomorrow bullshit, hopefully maybe, um, is that like Pacey's home life is like straight up abusive. And mm-hmm. I feel very sad for him if that's well, the case. And also kind of weaving this into the larger picture. We know obviously we know Dougie's a cop and we know his father's a cop. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just picture him going home and like his dad and his brother both think that he lied about having sexual relationship with his teacher. Mm-hmm. And how the fuck that's going to go Not over well. at home Not well. when you have these two family members who are cops and are supposed supposed to uphold the law and have these morals and obviously we know that cops don't always have morals but you know what i'm saying Mm. that's how Mm -hmm. they're uh supposed to be in this show um yeah it's gonna be a tough road for pacey and i just think everything that happens with her and or him and tamara just makes Mm -hmm. me so angry we found out she's she was resigned she's moving to rochester Um, which is like isn't that like super suspect too (laughs) Oh, that she like, just leaves town. You're like, yeah, yeah. She's I think leave town. Um, I mean, yeah, but also I, I think that if you had a rumor yeah. like that about you, you'd want to leave too, right? Like, I guess so. Um, yeah. So, and yeah, she's 36. Talk- we find out 36. Yeah. So, um, sh- yeah, I, I, um, fine. She's 36. How do you think? How do you feel about how this wrapped up? You know, she talks about how she knew that them ending was going to be inevitable. That it was basically like a ticking clock. She cares for him, but she's 36 Mm -hmm. and she wants to start her own family soon. Um, Yeah. Um, I'm sure you're not happy. No, frankly, I'm not. I think that I, you know, again, I think this is a really sensitive topic and I don't think the show handles it delicately enough at all. Um, I'm happy that it wrapped up in six episodes, right? Like. I'm happy this was not a season long arc. Like we don't need a full fucking season of this. And realistically in real life, I don't think this can be hidden for very long, especially in a a small town that we're supposed to believe Cape side is. So um, I'm happy it's done with, I don't know. I, so you think that going forward, your prediction for Pacey's storyline, because this was his major storyline thus far is going to be family based. Yeah, I think so. I think that makes sense. I think that okay, it's just like natural, especially since they've introduced Doug. Um, mm-hmm. That I mean, I think that Pacey needs a break from girls. <laughs> like yeah. honestly, 
Um, it, like I, I, it doesn't seem like he would be the type of person to jump from girl to girl. Like he seems like if you know, just from the vibe that I've been getting, that he takes his relationships pretty seriously. So I'd be surprised if he was like an Eric Matthews and had like another girl on speed dial right after mm-hmm. tomorrow. So I think that yeah. he's going to take a break from okay. the ladies. I mean, that's what he needs. I, once yeah. again, he's 15, so who knows? Um, and yeah, this ends with Tamara saying, you know, I hope you enjoy high school. <laughs> it's like, Fucking okay. gross lady. Like, come on. I Ugh. know. I but. know. And then later that night, Pacey's like walking down the beach past Tamara's house and she sees him in the window. I'm curious if she saw him, but I think it wraps like the storyline in a, you know, sloppy little bow by yeah. Tamara um, shutting off the light. And hopefully that means like we're closing the door on the storyline. Yeah. I still think there's a possibility we see her again, like once, like kind of like how Aiden showed up in like Abu Dhabi oh. for the Sex in the City movie, like yeah. too out of nowhere. And she's like, Pacey, oh, like, how here. have you been? And it's like, I, I you know, I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if we see something like that yeah. once in the future. But I think that this is it. I, I okay. think. Um, okay, so moving on from the Pacey Tamara drama, why don't we do a little blip on the radar because we don't see much between them this episode. We're just checking in with Dawson and Jen. Um, we get like yeah. two scenes with them where, you know, where she tells Dawson, this is how he finds out that Dawson, or this is how Dawson finds out that Pacey, the rumor about Pacey is out. Jen tells him, um, and then we get them walking, Dawson walking Jen home, uh, talking about her issues with Grams, which yeah. we can also get into. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't yeah. know. How do you feel about the state of their their relationship? Obviously, they're taking things slower. They mentioned yeah. that in that first scene. Yeah. So they're taking things slower. Um, I think they're just rebuilding the friendship foundation, um, which is good. I think that that's what Jen needs. And I think that's what Dawson needs as well. Um, I like that Jen's able to um, talk about her issues with Grams, like to Dawson and Dawson actually mm-hmm. listens to her. Like, thank the Lord for that. Um, and yeah, like I think that the, what they need to work on is their friendship. I think Dawson needs to work on all of his friendships. And I think that that's kind of what he's doing right now, which is fabulous. Yeah, I think I really liked what I saw from them here. Uh, Jen can confide in in Dawson and her issues with Grams. And I think that's what she needs. She needs a confidant. Um, she needs somebody to talk to in town and I think yeah. she's not quite there with Joey yet. And so I like that yeah. Dawson is being that friend to her right now. We didn't see a lot of romantic moments with them this episode. Nope. And I thought nope. that's good. We don't need to every episode, you I, know, it's I, nice to have a break from it. I agree with you. I agree um, with you. Yeah. And, you know, and then Dawson, like, you know, I like that how he, kept his promise to Pacey that he wasn't going to tell anybody because when Jen directly asks if the rumor is true, he's like, I don't want to lie to you. Don't ask me that question. So mm-hmm. I, I thought that was the perfect way to handle it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And we're so not he, usually that impressed with Dawson, the way Dawson. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, this was good because he's like, I don't want to lie to you. I So he's like upfront, like, I don't want to lie. Please don't ask me that question. And that like, it confirms it without information. Exactly. So he's yes. still being loyal to Pacey and he's still like he has that out where he was yeah. being truthful to both parties. Exactly. So yeah. Good move. I there. do like that. Good move um, there. 
Another frustrating pairing this episode for me personally Grams and Jen. Grams. Oh my gosh. I fucking hate Grams. (laughs) So my first like note that I have about Grams is Grams is being a judgy bee again. When Uh isn't she the my favorite the art calendar and she's just like she's (laughs) like what is I love how she calls her Jennifer what is this Jennifer I don't know why I give her British accent but she's like (laughs) British to me like and what is this pish posh Jennifer (laughs) so so Grams freaking Grams has never been to MoMA ever but she sees this calendar of Jen's and it's like artistic like Mm -hmm. male um like posing yes like photography it's like they're naked but it's, it's like, not just like it's, dicks it's and the, balls everywhere no, no, no. like it's, it's the art thing, yeah it's the thing like where like you know the shadows like hide the butt crack like it's artsy but you see like the like the curve mm-hmm. of the behind and you don't see anything in the front it's totally tasteful it's it is art it's like professional photography it's a calendar and grams was appalled appalled mm-hmm. Um, she's a fucking prude. Yes, and yes. There's always every episode we have to get our eensy weensy bit of Christianity versus atheism. Every uh-huh. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. yeah. Um, um, it's, they- it's it's interesting that this is like an ongoing thing. Like, I wonder like what the writer's narrative is like what they want, because there's like a, a, a part later that we'll discuss later. Um. It's like, is are the writers wanting us to be like Team Grams when it comes to religion? Like, no, not at all. No. Absolutely okay. not. No. Okay. I think I w- they're a hundred percent on Jen's side because I think that in every mm-hmm. argument they have of the Christianity versus atheism, I mm-hmm. think Jen is extremely articulate and Very, says, Grams, yeah. please respect my boundaries. And time and time again, Grams does not respect her boundaries. She fucking no. hides a Bible <laughs> in her desk. Jen doesn't want your fucking Bible, Grams. Take it and shove it. Leave her alone. Uh, Grams, Grams, you need to find a different tactic. You shoving the Bible down Jen's throat is not going to get you anywhere. It won't. Mm -hmm. And I think like Jen gives Grams like an inch like she she's trying you can yeah. tell jen's uh, jen is trying to be like grams this Hear is not my out. thing yeah like i Being understand that i respect your beliefs you just yeah. don't respect mine yeah. and i think like even the end of the episode to be frank i don't think grams earned this much grace and respect from jen i, I don't think she did but at the end of the episode jen's like because uh, grams is like how can you not believe in god after today <laughs> And that's why now my Graham's accent now. Uh huh. Jen's like, I don't know about God, but I, I've come around on man. And I'm just like, fucking why? Like, I understand she delivered a baby, but she's still an asshole. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but Graham's is like her only family that's like taking her in right now. Jen, oh, Jen's whatever. the type of girl that's like, I have to take what I can get. Yeah, Jen is desperate for friends so much so that she's like, I'll even take my grandmother being my friend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even her, like, it's just, she just needs people. Like, mm-hmm. she, I don't understand. Like, Jen seems like a very nice girl. How has Jen not made, like, actual good friends in high school yet? No like, clue. Everybody should want to be her friend. I I mean, yeah. Why, what, where are the girls? Why do the girls not want to hang out with her? You know what? You're right. Especially because I don't think Jen does not seem like an introvert to me. She no. seems pretty extroverted. I mean, yeah. may, I bet it, she must be hanging around Dawson too much. She needs I'm, to, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, I think that like they're like, 
the girls were like, oh, she's hanging out with Dawson, that freak. Oh, that, that movie kid. Yeah. Like, I don't want she must be weird. Like, why else would she be hanging yeah. out with that guy so much? I think you're right. I think that, like, Joey and Dawson have always, like, secluded themselves. I mean, yes. PC, I think, has been kind of, like, on his own, doing his own thing with whomever. But I think Joey and Dawson have always secluded yeah. themselves. And so I think Jen being around them has immediately yeah. given her, for right or wrong, right? We're not saying yeah. it's the right thing to do, but, like, has given her that, like image of oh yeah. she's with them now so she can't be friends with us and you know i'm not fully even convinced that pacey is friends with these people either like <laughs> why like why is like pacey's like doesn't like pacey like go to the lunchroom like during lunch to hang out with joey and dawson and jen and he's like um here's like all these stories like of them talking about like oh my god like remember the hurricane the other day we're all there at the house wasn't that crazy oh my god like can you believe the time that we like delivered a baby wasn't that freaking nuts (laughs) pacey's like pacey's like guys like i wasn't there for any of it like what's going on pacey's like the hanger on like no one actually wants him around he's always like like if i was pacey i was like wait where the fuck was i why didn't you invite me to your hurricane party yeah and then like it's like pacey's like okay well i was like by myself like all these times wait what do you guys mean you all had a movie night together and i wasn't invited (laughs) that's a good point pacey is a good buffer yes they should have invited him yeah i i don't understand even like at the dance they're like the three of them go to the dance (gasps) like they're all hanging out the dance you know what this is What's like that? you said, some groups, some friends don't mix well together. So yes. like Dawson is the center one, right? And yes. people orbit around him. So you have yeah. like his Joey friendship and his Pacey mm-hmm. friendship and then yes. his Jen friendship romance, right? And yeah. like y- you cannot collide them. No. No, is. I think that this is like a real problem. But like Pacey doesn't have any other friends either. And what, I know. like what is up with these people? Well, like, maybe, group they'll, of people. maybe they'll rope him back in because they take pity on him for going through all of this. I'm telling you, they need to make other friends. Go to freaking like CCD or something or wherever teenagers make friends. Yeah. Like, you know, learn, like meet new people. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. Yes. Grams, Grams is like full on bitch. Like, I mean, she's do horrible. We stand Grams, I don't know. I don't think so. I think that even this episode, which let's get into the the other part of the episode. I think even here, I, I don't, I don't particularly care for her. Um, <laughs> Joey's okay. sister Bessie is is pregnant. She's due in a week. She ends up going into labor. They end up at Dawson's. And of course, as in no, every television like, show. Okay, this is hilarious. Why are you skipping over this? Oh, I'm sorry. The rowing. Oh, my God. This is crazy. So <laughs> so Joey like finds Bessie and she's like stuck her truck in the mud. And they're, they don't have a working phone. I guess they don't pay their phone bills. So their phone's not working. So they well, can't call an the ambulance. Well, they're also in the middle of nowhere. Middle so it of could nowhere. just be down. So the only fucking way to get anywhere to a working phone is to mm-hmm. row to to Dawson's and yeah. and and then and then you know in the middle of it like Bestie's like you're like a you're a shitty rower you're a shitty <laughs> rower and you're going too slow so <laughs> Bessie in labor starts rowing and her water breaks because she's rowing two grown ass humans this, this is, is a, like this is a boss ridiculous. ass bitch yeah, she, she's the boss. She's like, Joey, move the fuck over, you skinny little bitch. Let me do it myself. Yeah, you're rowing like a girl. I'm going to call you Josephine. Yeah. It's like, okay, it's nuts. Um, 
So, yeah, so they do get to Dawson's, but of course they still can't get an ambulance there. And so then basically Joey has to like tuck her tail between her legs and go ask Grams for help, even though she like obviously doesn't want to. Um, And like, so Grams obviously comes over and helps, but like Grams even says, she's like, okay, I promise I won't take advantage of your postpartum bliss and will resist the urge to bond with you. Mm-hmm. And then she tells Bessie to shut up. And I'm just like, the fuck kind of bedside manner is this, bitch? Uh, <laughs> okay, no. Okay, Bessie is like, okay, wait a minute. Bessie is like, fuck, like, I don't want this bitch helping me. Like, get her out of here. She's racist. She's blah, blah, blah. blah. Bessie has no other choice. There's no other game in town. The ambulance is like two hours away because this crappy ass small town has one ambulance and it's like ridiculous i guess there's no doctor these kids can't drive like she has to get what she can get at this point so it's like yeah like shut up bessie like she you know grams is a respectable nurse and there's there's no other there's no other way that this is gonna happen unless grams helps but she's in okay just imagine yourself in like the most stressful situation you could possibly be in. You're in labor in a house with t- teenage children. Mm-hmm. I might be a little bit irritable and I'm sorry, but someone mm-hmm. telling me to shut the fuck up is not going to help. And I just don't think this is the yeah. right bedside manner for someone who's so fucking pious to, to treat so. someone like that. But yeah, I so, guess so then, you know, she's in the middle of giving birth and Jen points out that there's like a lot of blood and then basically Grams reprimands her, which I, I do get. I, I kind of get this part where she's like, you can't freak Bessie out. Yeah, she's already like, yeah. in labor. You're making Bessie panic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, lots so I of get blood. That. You know, yeah. they're, they're having some some issues during the birth. Meanwhile, fucking Dawson Leary is <laughs> spilling please, please the a new entire one. shit. So he... First, he's like, okay, Bessie, like, Bodie's not here because we forgot to mention Bodie's on, like, an interview for a new restaurant. So he has to take the bus and he's, like, on his way. They can't contact him. There's no cell phones. They don't even have a phone to call him anyway. Um, They tried to call the restaurant, but he wasn't there yet or he already left or something like that. So Dawson's like, the only way that Bodie's going to be able to be a part of this experience is if I videotape it. But he is being so irritating the entire time. He's like all up in her face. He's like, oh, my God, there's drama. I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. He is being so annoying. And like, finally, Grams is like, you know, be useful, like get towels, like do something like get out of here. Um, it's ridiculous. Joey is having her own issue because at at first we don't know what her issue is. Like she's just like sitting in the corner, like watching. Mm -hmm. It is traumatizing to see like your family member going through anything like this, especially when it starts getting dicey. I was shocked by like the reasoning for it. So like she she leaves because yeah. she's really stressed out, and Dawson ends up following her after Chris he got kicked him. out. Yeah, he's like <laughs> you're fucking out of here. And it turns and Dawson believes. I mean, so do we as the viewer that like the reason that Joey's freaking out is because she's worried for Bessie. Which I mean, obviously she's bleeding a lot. You you would be worried for Bessie, but it yeah. turns out that the reason she's upset is because Joey's mom, when she went through chemotherapy, was in a lot of terrible pain and would let out these awful cries and Bessie's cries remind her of her mom because she also looks like her mom as well and so it's really just like I mean it's PTSD it's bringing up that trauma that she you know and of course her mom then eventually passed away and so I think it's kind of all just all just coming back to her and 
Um, Joey very, just doesn't it, know yeah. how to handle it. Yeah, it's um, it's a very. I mean, I think like some of my favorite moments that I've seen thus far of the show is when Joey is being really vulnerable and is talking about her mom or her family mm-hmm. or like the hardships that she's been through. I just feel for her. I feel very very bad. Um, and I think that it's very heartbreaking what she is dealing with right now. Um. I think Joe uh, Jocelyn gives Joey some pretty solid advice of, um, you know, like, did your mom like ask you to be by her side? And like Joey's like, no, like I was there because I just knew that she needed me and she wasn't able to like communicate that to me or whatever. And she just knew that she had to be there. And Dawson says, well, um, like, you know, basically like, Bessie needs you like your mom needed you. And Mm -hmm. um, even if she can't communicate it or say it right now. So I like that Dawson guided Joey back into the room, um, even if it was hard for Joey. But sometimes when you're put in these situations, you have to push forward and push yourself, challenge yourself and, you know, be there for the people that mean the most to you. Mm -hmm. And I think one thing we really haven't, talked a lot about I mean we can touch on it here is the Joey Bessie relationship because Mm -hmm. they really only have each other right now I mean they have Bodie but if we're talking blood family relationships their dad's in jail their mom has passed away and they're all each other has now there's a huge age gap and I think they separately resent one another Bessie resents having to take care of Joey and essentially be a surrogate parent to her and Joey resents the fact that she has nowhere else to go and she's stuck you know there and they they do seem seem to have like a somewhat contentious relationship, mm-hmm. but I think I really liked this episode seeing you know them kind of lean on one another, and I really like the relationship they have where they're not like the mushy gushy I love you siblings. They're not that way. I don't. I think they communicate their love in a different way, and I really right. loved just like the simple moment of like Joey coming back in. And giving her hand to Bessie and kind of just being there. She doesn't need yeah. to say a whole bunch. Nope. You know, she's yeah. just there. Yeah, it, it was shown um, beautifully in the scene. Um, you know, the, the, it's always like, you know, a good writing. You don't always have to, like, say it. It's mm-hmm. the actions. So I thought that this was a great example of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bessie gives birth. It's a boy. The baby's mm-hmm. healthy. Thank goodness for that. Oh, and we missed one other part that Graham's pissed me off. And it was <laughs> right before she's about to give birth. Grams is like, oh, oh, I have an idea. Oh, what's your fucking okay. idea, Grams? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because Bessie is having like still having issues giving birth and like, um, yeah, like pushing. But she's I panicking. Guess, or... She's panicking. Yeah. So, um, I think that the strategy was good. Of like, let's get Bessie off the um, off of the idea or like off. The thinking of only about the pain because Bessie was like in pain and she's probably only thinking about the pain. Yeah, focus on something else. So I think like in strategy was good, but uh, Graham's decides to do like a full out prayer and Mm -hmm. makes Bessie repeat a prayer. It's like, okay, let's like recite like the the, nursery rhyme. A nursery rhyme. There's a lot of things like, that people know the words. Pride and <laughs> pride and marriage, <laughs> like anything. Like yeah. a, a There's song. There's a lot of things people know the words to that that isn't necessarily religious. And religious. That, again, it, yeah, it really just grinds on my gears yeah. and annoys me. Yeah, because um, Bessie's not 
religious, really no. religious. She's like, this is not going to work on me. Jen is like, Gramps, of course. Like, now's not the time. But it's like, sedate her. <laughs> That's what Jen so says. Then, I, oh, my God. So, um, but like, so, yeah, she gets uh, Bessie to concentrate and Jen joins in on the prayer uh, you know, because I don't know. This Whatever. is the, this is why I questioned if this is like the show is trying to be like religious in any way, because it's like it seems like they're like they got like uh, forced into doing yeah. prayer. It, it's 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 whatever. It's it's an interesting I think that choice. We're supposed to sympathize with Grimm's ever so slightly. I think the problem is in this day and age, we don't. I think maybe right. in the 90s, we do. I think nowadays, right. you fucking don't. You don't appreciate people pushing their religion on others. I just think no. that, that personally, that's what I think. Yeah, I don't um, like that. But but anyway, that it ends up happening. She has the baby. He's healthy. I don't believe we do. We know his name. I don't know. I, I don't think we know the name yet. Huge baby. It's like an eight massive old baby. And then at the end, um, Joey is like holding the baby and like gives her gives it her finger or whatever the heck and it holds yeah. it. Yeah, and uh, he has um, their mom's eyes, which yes. I thought was nice. Yeah, yes. So yeah. that's the that's the end of that episode. I mean, um, I would argue that like babies all look the same when they're born, they and they all have blue eyes. All of they them. all have the same squishy face, but whatever. We're not I baby mean, people, people. So apologize, not a mother. Uh, <laughs> Not a mother. Hashtag not a mother. Yes. Um, um, did you notice any? I wrote down one song, a notable '90s song. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't really. Think no, that. I, I didn't like, recognize any of the songs, but I like did a little like Spotify like homework, and mm-hmm. I know like what they claim is the most popular song. So, oh, which one was it? Um, Seven Shades of Blue by Beth Nielsen Chapman, and I think that that was the song at the end when um. Pacey's like walking on the beach and like they're like oh holding the baby yep okay that was yeah yep that's what I think that was kind of what I was thinking as well I didn't recognize it though Um, yeah I didn't recognize it either but yeah um not like that's the thing like they like totally splurged their music budget like on every other episode so (laughs) you know true it's a segment that may or may not work (laughs) that's fine some some weeks it does some weeks it doesn't that's fine we still always have fashion hour um oh did you write down your I did did. you're not gonna like it though but I'm gonna read it this is Grams is like big monologue when she told Bessie to shut up so I'm gonna read it because it's okay go ahead it is sassy This is going to be okay. So this is Graham's line. This is going to be a big day for you. And as and as you're attending nurse, you may feel an overwhelming outpouring of gratitude towards me when we're done with this here. But I promise I will not take advantage of your postpartum bliss and I will resist any urge to bond with you over the shared experience of this event. And you will do me one favor in return. And then Bessie says what? And Graham says, shut up. It's sassy. Um, the one sassy. I wrote, I, I like better. Uh, uh-huh. It is Graham's. It involves Graham's. Oh, okay. Graham's says, in my house, we don't ogle naked men. And Jen says, no, we pray to them, right? Uh- and I was like, <laughs> yes, bitch. Oh, Say gosh. Oh, that is controversial AF. That's I thought it was hilarious. Funny. I was like, this bitch no, makes a good funny. point. It was funny. It was funny. <laughs> Um, um, you know, I just don't feel always comfortable, comfortable with 
my background talking about Jesus. That's I mean, that's comfortable. Am I allowed fine. to? I, mean, I don't even think so. Everybody's, I mean, fucking Grams talks about Jesus enough. We certainly should be able to. <laughs> okay, okay. It's a good line. It's a good it's line. It's fine. I mean, listen, if anybody is religious and listening to this, I'm sorry I'm not. And it's, I yeah. mean, I mean, it's fine. It is what it yeah. is. Uh, I grew up Catholic, so I'm allowed to say shit like that, I think. Everything's fine. Yeah, totally. Um. All right. Are we ready for, oh, wait, are we doing feedback first? Let's do feedback first and then fashion hour. Alrighty, so yeah. we have our little email from Stefan. Thank you, as always, Stefan. Thank mm-hmm. you, thank you. Hey, ladies, once again, starting in Dawson's room. I know. Isn't that like, it's just a thing. It's just our mm-hmm. thing. It is a thing. Yeah. Um, with, my sub- <laughs> with my Swedish subtitles, every time the end is translated, it just reads slut. So... <laughs> This episode opened with the TV calling me a slut. What the heck? What? Wait. In okay, so I guess he's Swedish and he lives in Sweden. Yes. Okay. So the subtitles on the movie screen when Dawson's finishing the TV, instead of it saying the end, it straight up says slut. (laughs) How? I don't know. That's really weird. That's I need more information on this. Okay. Um, yeah, I would like to know how you felt being called a slut um, mm-hmm. straight off the bat. Um, I thought Joey and Jen had moved on. Why are they awkward with each other again? I don't think it has anything to do um, with their relationship as potential friends. Yeah. I think it more so has to do with like, you know, this is our thing. You're invading on our thing. And uh, like uh, like D- Joey might feel like Dawson could potentially rather just have the room to her they both just still feel awkward yeah i think it's just that this is joey's tradition with dawson and i think that jen feels that way too yeah yeah but like i know i don't know it's like if i was joey i was like well if you want to hang out with jen just like hang out with jen like yeah like you know like obviously they probably want to Dawson probably wants to try to make out with her mm-hmm. and has sloppy kisses. So, Ooh. OK. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. OK. Um, another thing he wrote was Dawson actually gives Pacey good. Adv- oh, he thinks that the advice was good. I mean, it backfires. But he tried. I don't so- think it's bad advice. We kind of talked about this a bit. I don't think yeah. it's bad advice. I just think that Pacey didn't have enough time to mentally prepare for him to take. That OK, so he needed to, like, take a beat. And like, mm-hmm. I think that. I think that Dawson is I, – I mean, I think we talked about it. Um, I think that Joey's advice was, was better, like, or, like, more useful advice. I just but, don't know – like, he, what is he supposed to do with that advice from Joey? Like, I know, but no. Waits. Okay, so hold on. The thing – <laughs> I guess so. But the thing is, is that – okay, so Dawson said, don't go out there and mope. Go out there and pretend, like, everything's, like, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I you know, uh, not, not bad, bad advice. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Dawson, stop filming. Yeah, we agree. We yeah. agree. Um, and then so we got um, prediction. This is but the first and the last episodes. The characters come together to help each other. Huh. So like, I don't. I don't think so. Grams, like Grams, come in. in it depends huh? on what characters he's talking about because yeah. There's a lot of times people help each other. Yeah. Um, Next point. I'm glad that the student teacher thing was sure. I mean, I love that Tamara says she's arguably more mature. Um, Yeah. Duh, bitch. You have 21 years on the kid. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I, I, 
Um, so basically my thoughts on like, I, I'm, I'm honestly surprised that they didn't go like it's less than a third of the season. This is episode six out of 22. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm surprised that we wrap this up so early. I'm, I am relieved like you, Stefan. I really am because, um, because I don't know how much more we had to say about this. Like mm-hmm. anything else would be, um, I don't know, like any other drama, unless they were like really going to fall in love with each other. It's just like, it's too much. I'm glad that they wrapped it up. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, and then this once again, Stefan, you had to cool it with the spoilers. But he says, spoilers for the first one second of the next episode. It opens up in Dawson's bedroom. Shocker. 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 Oh, one other thing that I know Stefan had mentioned to me. Uh, he said, listen to Dawson's voice because he thinks he sounds like rolling shit from Shit's Creek. Yeah, what do we think? I, I didn't hear it. I don't know. I'll try to listen again. I just, it doesn't, does I think Stephane, he just sounds like Dawson to me. Does Stefan have an accent? I mean, yeah, he's Swedish. So maybe he just thinks Americans all sound alike. I want to know if you <laughs> he's think- lived in California, though. So I don't think that's no, do you think not Jessica- to dox Stefan. But uh, no, uh, do you think Jessica and I sound alike Stefan? Mm, that's a good question for Stefan yeah. to send in his next feedback. Yeah. Do we sound alike? Which one do of us sound sounds alike? more like a valley girl? Which one? Which one <laughs> sounds more like a valley girl? Is it Jessica? Ew, you sound like a robot. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I think it's Jessica. I don't oh think it's God. me. Um, yes. Thank you so much for your feedback, Stefan. Keep sending it in. We always appreciate it. Thank um, you. And if, you, in- if anybody else wants to send in feedback, you can always email us at shit90spod at gmail.com. So. Absolutely. Yes, please. And let's get into our fashion hour. Um, this week was my week to pick the outfits. And I did a damn good job if I do say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay honestly there were a okay. lot of good outfits this episode yeah. I, I really appreciated these outfits well um, it wasn't dark the, uh, the, the, the there was no lighting last no, episode i know i'm just saying like i couldn't even see anything no in defense episode. of you it was tough it was tough it's tough and there were a lot more outfits and to they choose from i think yes too. exactly they didn't switch out their outfits last yeah. episode this it, was a good one yeah yeah um first up for a rachel green award for the most 90s outfit <sighs> joey 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 Wear overalls every fucking episode and you will always make it into my fashion awards. We it's the first uh outfit of the episode. She is wearing a like a cream white overall, bold move, shorts, shorts overalls, by the way. Um, underneath that is a maroon t-shirt that has like a white stripe, white horizontal stripe across the front. Uh, this is her movie watching outfit. She's also wearing what I believe to be like white sneakers. It's a bit hard to tell in the episode. Um, just hair down like it always is, just normal mm-hmm. street side part hair. Yeah. What do you think of Joey's outfit here? I mean, this is like Oshkosh Bagosh chic. I don't know what to say. <laughs> like, um, You're way better at naming these outfits than I am. I totally had overall, sh- like shorts, overalls in like, I think it was probably sixth grade, which was mm-hmm. like 1999. So it tracks. Um, she is just like bopping around in this little romper. I don't know what to say. Um, I don't know, like if a f- she looks like thirteen in this picture, in these pictures, like yeah, she looks younger. She looks really young. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it's like it's a cute look. I think like if she wanted to make it more fashionable, 
put down one overall strap, you don't need both straps to make an overall, like, cute. But I don't know. I think she'd look a little more hoedown if she did that. I don't know about that. No, 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 no. Um, is it cute? I think it's cute. Um, I think that it is 90s. Like I said, I definitely had shorts, overalls, mm-hmm. um, striped shirt. We know the stripes are very 90s. Her. Um, <laughs> it's like a cute look. It's yeah. a cute look. Um, but she, she looks like she's 12. She looks young, but that's OK. It's very 90s. Yeah, um, she. I'm telling you, she's not getting any guys in this outfit. That's for sure. Oh my gosh, too hard on Joey. Um, next, next up, we have uh, Jen, and this is her outfit that she's wearing like throughout her school day when she tells Dawson about the Pacey rumor. Um, she's wearing a super long maxi dress. It's, it's like a dark brown i don't really know it's a pattern um it's hard to tell kind of what it looks like a really small like floral pattern almost it's very muted um it's a maxi dress with a collar deep v uh cinched at the waist area um she's wearing it with what appear to be combat boots which i love it's a cool combo Yes, and she's wearing that backpack again that I mentioned last oh, episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you said, with the overall of only having the one strap on, she is mm-hmm. one strap in that backpack, mm-hmm. and she yeah. looks baller. Same hair as always, blonde, parted to the side, straight. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'll tell you, you. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, don't wear your backpack in one shoulder or else you're going to have scoliosis issues. Oh, but- 100%. 100%. <laughs> especially if it's like an actual backpack that like carries yeah, books with and lots stuff. of books. Yeah, 100%. That's, um, that's a problem that the, the school nurse is going to have to look at but um also she's wearing this like really like shiny silver watch that's like kind of chunky kind of cute i like it um if it wasn't for the combat boots i would say that this outfit is like something that she picked up on a school trip to the amish country but the combat (laughs) boots boots make it cool make it cool so like there's an out there's like a pulled back um like picture that we'll post um, a, a full body and she's wearing those like chunky combat boots with the long maxi dress and she does look cool. She looks cool. Mm-hmm. Topanga um, is quaking right now. <laughs> it's like, give me my boots back. <laughs> um, no, it, she looks really cool. Um, I feel like the dress is 90s. It's like a collared dress with like a couple buttons. It's like long. The color, it's like, you know what? Also, brown is very in right now. Brown, I know this is not the Timelessness Awards, but I'm just telling you that brown is making a comeback and it's like a very like chic, like trendy color right now. So um, she looks cool. All right. Uh, Last up is definitely a dated look here. Uh, (laughs) Miss Tamara. Yeah. Miss Jacobs. Uh, Mm. This is her courtroom superintendent brooch-ish look she's wearing uh like a cream white button down buttoned all the way up to the top um she has on a plaid tweed-ish jacket that has some big old shoulder pads and this hideous ass brooch right in the set i've never seen a brooch put on this way it is in the the center of the collared shirt at at the neck like where the collar meets and it's like a gold snowflake looking thing with a black mm-hmm. thing in the middle. And then yeah. her hair is super interesting because it's almost like 40s or 60s or something. Some, like victory rolled almost. Vic- yes, almost victory rolled. And then she has right. like a wispy bang situation. Yeah. Um, and then the lip too is like a very 90s red. Mm-hmm. Um, Got and some pearl yeah. earrings. 
Yes, pearl earrings. I, we didn't see the bottoms of this outfit. I know. I was searching and searching for Nothing. the bottom. And, and, and she wore this outfit for like a good like three scenes. Honestly, you know she's wearing like a matching skirt with that tweed yeah, jacket. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's that, what it is. That's why I imagine. And like a, um, a chunky heel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or um, it could be a stiletto. I think that she looks like pretty classy. Um, the brooch at the neck is very preppy. The choice. It's a what? It's a choice. It's It's a a choice. choice. It's a choice. Um, the hair I'm intrigued by. It's an interesting outfit to wear to court, um, or school court, um, whatever that was. School court. School court. The fucking debate club. This is a, a very preppy outfit. Like I can see like somebody in the 90s that goes to Harvard University wearing this mm-hmm. outfit, like, you know, going to your little uh, little debate club outfit. Um, interesting. It's an interesting outfit. Um, I mean, Tamara always looks good as much as she's like, a, you know, predator bitch. Like uh, <laughs> that's she what always she called this outfit predator bitch. She always looks good. Like, I mean, I it's like, even though, like, I don't like this. Like, if I, like, take every single part of this outfit and look at it individually, I'm like, uh, this is kind of weird. Like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know about like this. But like, oh, she always looks good. You always look at her and goes like, yeah, she looks like she could get it, I guess. Um, um, But I mean, am I going to reward predator bitch? No, no, I won't. Yeah, so she, where's your, where are you handing out? Rachel you know, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to give it to Jen. I like her okay. like Amish, like combat boat uh, get up. I like I like what's going on here. <laughs> OK. Yeah. Um, moving on to the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness uh, this week. I mean, I, again, going back to Joey, I think the women just for me, the women bring it more than the men do a lot of the time. Um, and this is, this is the outfit. Joey's in this outfit a lot this episode. It's the outfit she's wearing when Bessie goes into labor. Um, Mm -hmm. it's best viewed in the scene that she's talking to Pacey. Um, she's wearing a light wash denim jean, what looks to be like a blue converse. Um, Mm -hmm. probably not a high top. Looks like it's a low top. Yeah. Uh, She's wearing like a blue, uh, like kind of like a polo shirt, like a light blue polo shirt. Over top of that, she has on a beige jacket, what looks to be kind of like a denim-y material. Um, and then, of course, she has on her signature red backpack. I actually really love this backpack, and I would totally rock this backpack. I want Jen's backpack. I don't want I Joey's. would also rock like, Jen's backpack this, as well. Joey's backpack is like fourth grade. Like, <laughs> guys, I just got my the new shade. backpack. <laughs> I like, like it. Uh, this is like uh, Bessie's old backpack that she mm. used in college. Um, this outfit is okay. I mean, it's okay because it like, you know, it's just like something that you can just like bop around in. And, mm-hmm. you know, the co- I do like the jacket. I think the jacket's nice. Um, I want to see Joey like, I don't know. I want to see less of these outfits and I want to see more overalls i guess from joey um like you know this is like a very like it's a very tomboyish look like she's not serving any looks no that's her style so yeah Yeah. um and then next up we have bessie's labor outfit yes Um, she is wearing a dark dark purple eggplant long sleeve shirt underneath what is such i love this dress i think it's a cute maternity dress it's like a gray 
Um, almost looks like businessy. I would say yeah. it's a little ribbed. Um, I think yes, yes, slightly ribbed. A gray dress, almost like I don't know tunic style. So it's um no, it's sleeveless and it's over top of that that eggplant um dress or excuse me shirt. And then she just has like a basic clip. Her hair is atrocious. Let's just ignore <laughs> it. But she she kind of looks like she's going for the Rachel. But like her yeah. hairdresser didn't know what was happening and just yeah. kind of cut a bunch of chunks around it. Yeah, and that little that little barrette is like very interesting mm. in her hair. But you know, yeah. like you're going into labor, you have to have your hair out of your face. That's yes. for sure. Um, no, like I like this little this little gray dress too. Like I think that it's um. It's a cute, a cute look. It's a cute, it's a, it's cute. It's cute. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. Um, and then next up, Miss Jacobs appears again in our Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness. This is the outfit that she says goodbye to Pacey in. She's wearing, we see her a lot less formal here. We usually see her dressed for school. Um, so she's wearing denim jeans, uh, like just like white or beige socks what appear to be like a Sperry type of shoe like a dark yes. blue Sperry yeah I'm glad that you called that out it's a Sperry mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then she's wearing like a teal greenish uh some type of shirt with buttons on it it's hard to tell because over top of that she has a flannel which is like a white and I don't know sage green flannel and her hair is just like very casual in a ponytail high ponytop yeah, I I mean, I like this casual look for Tamara. I think that um, it looks very cozy, comfy. I like the oversized shirt. I think I could see somebody wearing this today. Um, Sperry's are still a thing. Like the flannels are coming back 90s style. It's a dark wash jean. Um, and I mean, like she looks like cash now. Once again, it's like, do we reward her? Like, I don't want to reward her. Well, we'd be her. rewarding the fashion, I think. Like, yeah. I don't think we'd be rewarding her. And let's be real. If this yeah. is the end of Tamara yeah. Jacobs, is she going to win our fashion award at the end of the no, season? No, no, no. You know. Um, okay, so I will give this award to Tamara because I just like the outfit the best. And I can I can see somebody wearing something like this now. Um, okay. And Sperry's are still a thing. I had Sperry's. Sperry's are very I hard to break I own Sperry's. Do you find that they're very hard to break in? I will say that the issue I have with them, and I don't know if this is an issue with the shoe or the sock, I really love wearing a summer dress with a Sperry shoe. If I'm doing something that requires a lot of walking, but I still want to be comfy in a dress, I will pair a nice uh, dress with a Sperry shoe. And I have like a creamy white color. My issue is that I will pair them with like a white ankle sock because that's what, you know, kind of looks good with that outfit. But my socks always fall down and then the Sperry rubs the back of my ankle. Now I have big feet, so I might need bigger socks. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you do. But I really love my Sperry shoes. I think they're really comfortable and they're great for walking around because they are, I don't like the most supportive. They're not like a running shoe, but there's a nice chunk to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I had Sperry's once and they were just very hard to break in. I think they gave me mm-hmm. blisters too. Not a fan. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really like them, but yeah, they're not for everybody for sure. Um, all right. So Jen won the Rachel Green Award and Miss Jacobs won Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness Award. Yay. So congratulations, ladies. Yay. Hooray. Um, yes. So, all right. So that was our episode. Um, let's talk about what's coming up. So. Let me think. Uh So this is coming out on Monday. We have a lot going on this week, folks. Um, 
<laughs> okay, we let's doing... go chronologically. Okay. Um, chronologically, we are going to be appearing on um, actually two different podcasts this week. <laughs> two different separate appearances. So going chronologically this week, we're going to be first appearing on Boy Meets World Fever and we're going to be covering My Date with the President's Daughter um, with Chance and Cameron. They're the hosts on that podcast. They've graciously extended an invitation to us and we have gladly accepted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I got to tell you that stinking theme song has been stuck in my head ever since they invited us initially. Yes. Yeah. So we're really excited to cover that on uh, Boy Meets World Fever. So definitely give that a lesson. And then, Sarah, what are we doing after that? So um, we are doing a crossover collaboration with Michael um, J. Clark um, for with pilot season. And so he's coming on and we're going to be covering You've Got Mail for Rom-Com February. And then we are going to go on pilot season and we will be covering the pilot of My So-Called Life with Claire Danes and Jared Leto. And it's like a whole experience. I've been watching the episodes and it's just like, uh, like, I'm kind of excited to talk about it. It's kind of. It's kind of it's a it's an interesting, fun, like teen drama show in the 90s. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. So so for reference for next week, so this will be on Monday. Then instead of Boy Meets World next week, we're taking a break because we just finished season one. We did our season one recap. Go listen to that. If you haven't, we're going to stop down. And instead of releasing our Boy Meets World content on Thursday, I think that's where we're going to slot in. Um, you've got mail with Michael mm-hmm. J. Clark. I believe that's going to yeah. go in that slot instead. We needed to stop down because we're doing a lot this week, and there was just not enough room for everything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think that it's a like a good natural pause in between seasons. As Absolutely. Well. Yeah. So. Keep an eye out for all of those podcasts. We're not exactly sure on the Boy Meets World Fever and uh, pilot season on when those release dates will be. But of course, when they're released, we'll announce it here as well. Um, and then as always, doing community building on Post Show Recast with Josh Wiggler. We are starting with our pilot episode, Henny, and it's going to be fun. So definitely keep an eye on your podcast feeds for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's all we got. I mean, that's all we yeah. got. We got a lot of shit going on. <laughs> but that stuff. is what we got. Yeah. But follow along if you like totally zoned out and like forgot everything we just said. Just follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Shit90sPod. And you can just we're going to drop everything there give you updates so follow us on there um we're having a good time always buzzing buzzing i'm telling you that for sure and yeah so um like i said before you can always email us feedback at shit 90 spot at gmail.com follow jessica at like the jess sterling and three s's in a row yeah so uh don't follow me just follow at shit 90 spot (laughs) uh but thank you guys for listening Have a good night. Bye. Bye.